0: Dead. Hi, welcome to my 15 Minutes Podcast, a podcast that could go more than 15 minutes. Bob Kubota, Phoenix, Arizona, stand-up comedian, blah, 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 here with my producer, Tony Visick and his lovely wife, Shirley, helping me out to do this. Uh, I'm here to talk about things that I don't understand, that I'm trying to learn about, uh, uh, things that people don't understand, why we don't uh, agree on stuff, why we uh, get d- different information in our heads, and why we fight and argue. That's basically uh, what I'm here to to talk about in my 15 minutes here. Um, I'd like to start out by talking about uh, Facebook, actually. Uh, uh, Tony, you have Facebook, don't you?
1: I have Facebook. Yeah, I
0: know. I've seen some of your posts and things before. I have Twitter. And uh, you're pretty active on that, aren't you? Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah, I'm sure. uh, You like to post your opinions and get your ideas out there, don't you? On occasion. On occasion, once in a while. And do you find, like I find, that Facebook, in all regards, political and otherwise, uh, is really not social media, it's becoming anti-social media. It's becoming a, a, a divisive way for people to communicate, and it's causing people to fight and become less friendly as opposed to the other way around, which is what I originally thought it was supposed to be for. When I first got on it, I uh, you know, took the liberties of uh, you know, posting some things, uh, not overly, but to uh, be fairly active in the Facebook interaction community. And after a while, I realized uh, it really wasn't helping. Because I thought the idea was to exchange information so everybody's knowledge base could grow and we could all grow together. And so what I found, that wasn't happening though. I, I found people just getting upset, people calling each other names, people unfriending each other, stuff like that. And um, what's your opinion on that? Do you think that's actually a legitimate thing to be concerned
1: about in this uh, digital world? Um, I First off, I agree with what you're saying about what, what has happened with a lot of social media. Uh, B, I don't know if it's something to be concerned about, you know, if you're going to list your concerns. It, it's certainly something that's annoying and distressing and maybe a little sad. And uh, oftentimes you see something... Look, television, when television first came along in the in the 40s and 50s, they would have operas on it and great plays and theater. And then later on, you know, just, it just kind of devolved into, like, game shows and reality shows. Right. So it seems like every time a new communication... Tool is created, it devolves to its lowest common denominator, and that may be happening in social media.
0: Uh, so, what do, you, what do you think the ultimate effect is going to be down the road? I, I, I don't know if I see a long life for this social media type stuff. I think people are going to hit a wall and they're going to start uh, looking for other ways to go about it. Um, like, my feeling was, I, you can't really have a good conversation. You can't have a, 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 what do you call, a written conversa- a back and forth note passing conversation, a back-and-forth note-passing conversation. You can't truly understand what the other person is saying. So the, the, the fact that we're removing the face-to-face aspect of communicating and, and, and hiding behind our keyboards, and it makes me really, uh, w- makes me concerned because everybody's informed vastly differently and everybody's hardened on their views, yet nobody really ever had a discussion with anybody.
1: Well, you know, you, with, with uh, things like Facebook, and uh, especially with Facebook because of the comment uh, section, etc., uh, you are having some sort of conversation. Uh, I'm always reminded of something that uh, our friend Kevin O'Day told me a long time ago. We were having a conversation about uh, writing. So- I was sending someone a business email. He goes, well, remember that this guy will read everything in an angry voice because he's an angry guy. You read things in your own voice. So right. if I write you something, you read it in your voice. Right. You know, so if you're an angry person, you'll read everything angrily. If you're a fear-based person, you read everything. Or do you
0: tend to also project your perception of the other person's personality and read that into the voice, even though that might not be what sure. that voice was supposed to sound like?
1: I think there's a, there's, a, uh, there's a term I haven't coined it. I've used it, Facebook tough guys. You know, people are, you know, right. you know, if I was there, you know what I would do.
0: Right. Well, there's that, and that's the equivalent of the uh, lunchroom bully, and we just haul him off to the principal's office and just sort of disregard that.
1: My experience uh, locally had been, um, say, within uh, our community, uh, the uh, um, live entertainment community, is people that were uh, very vicious and violent via Facebook, then you'd see them in person. They'd be hey, I just, uh, whatever. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that would be the case, in, um, or I hope it would be the case. Uh, in uh, people who are arguing politics, away. so
0: in a weird way, it's good because most people are fake to you, to their, to your face, a smile at you. But with Facebook, at least we can see inside them a little bit and really understand. And then when they're fake to you, you realize they're being fake to you. Correct. And, and it's a and it's a much more uh, clear world for you.
1: Well, there, there's something else important to remember that I I'd, I'd heard and and I, it was those things that seems to ring a bell of truth inside you, uh, and I didn't make this up. Uh, I'd heard it. And it's always stayed with me. And that is when you talk to people, you are projecting who you want them to see. When you write, mm-hmm. you are showing them who you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when, when I sit down to write something, I'm taking more time, even if it's thumb wrestling, you know, on a cell phone with someone in Bangor, Maine over, you know, something in politics. But you, that's who you are. Mm-hmm. When you write, that's who is that you what are. you call it—thumb wrestling.
0: When you're, yeah, that's you're, what you When you're having, uh, you're having verbal wars on the, uh, on the, on the, on the, Facebook or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, it's silly. It's thumb wrestling. It's, that's you're, funny. That's you're,
1: good. you're discussing the great issues of the time. <laughs> and, de- 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 yeah. Yeah. and and you're doing it on on a uh, little rectangle. Right. Usually with one thumb.
0: Right. And fat fingering and making mistakes. Yeah, think you're an idiot because you can't spell and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. though. thumb wrestling. That's exactly what it is. I said
1: that to someone last night. There was a with uh, the situation, the tragedy in France and pro-gun people going, oh, to use the truck. And I go, I go, you're, you're politicizing this before. And, right. I, and uh, um, then uh, I, somebody spelled something wrong, and, and then somebody attacked him. They said, oh, you're the grammar police. Well, if I misspell something, I even tell them, hey, I, I didn't notice it or I'm too lazy or I don't care about you enough to spell check it. Or, <laughs> right. Because if I care about something, if right. I really want to get a point across, I'm going to spell check it and right. yeah, everything. So, so it, it, is, it is a, it is a, a lot of – it's a cacophony of noise right now on social media well yeah
0: and 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 leading well this has been an incredibly rough week uh or two uh you know in terms of uh, what's going on uh, um we've had uh, uh people uh killed by police and that turn around and then police are killed and then we have all of these uh um terror bombings and and terror um uh, events going on around the world um and it's all seemed to be happening simultaneously now. If you just look just off the surface, you go, oh, wow, this is, you know, uh, first of all, it's incredible timing because we are uh, right in the heat of uh, probably the most important election we've ever had. And, uh, and uh, Since what do you 1860, think, what do you think about how this is, uh, um, well, uh, it's obviously going to affect the election, but how do you think it's going to affect the, um, the voters and uh, will it change any minds?
1: My concern, my concern, okay, and it's just—it's—and once again, this is just you know the way my computer, my internal computer is working. My concern is that as um, um, with each passing of each uh, uh, tragedy, of, you know, of, of incredible violence, that it, it sends the fear-based individuals to their fear corner. Mm-hmm. So whoever's going to play to the fear.
0: Tell me who's not fear-based, though. Seems to me everybody's
1: fear-based. All, well, okay, fear is an important component. in That's in, right. In that's what—that's
0: survival.
1: It is, but sometimes playing into your fears are the very things that will cause you to not survive. You know, uh, the herd mentality that gives you running like becoming a lemming and running off a cliff. Okay. Oh, like these Pokemon cats. Yeah. These guys falling off of cliffs while
0: they're while they're thumb wrestling with Pokemon.
1: Dude, there was we did a show right before you came in, and uh, uh, Mandy, the uh, the very cool chick. A, a woman who drives the comics in. Yes, yeah, so a good a friend po- of mine. Found a Pokey man standing right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> that creeped me out. He was like right
0: here. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, did you book him? Uh, yeah, Is yeah, he I on he the show?
1: Yeah, you know what? He said he'd bring 10 people. He'd bring 10 people. To he's 10 on the show. Yeah, I gave him 20 minutes and he's Pro, headlining.
0: Uh, promo code Pokey. Yeah. Exactly. We'll put oh.
1: you on the show so someone will actually be funny. Uh, and <laughs>
0: <laughs> Create the illusion
1: thereof. No money, great exposure. Uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, really, uh, I don't, uh, I'm looking at this whole, uh, this whole left-right thing and as this, this Facebook is just like uh, in fact they should divide Facebook into a left column and a right column and let people uh, at least we know which way we're looking when we're sure. when seeing the punches flying but uh with all of this violence and all of this uh well obviously you know all of the issues that come out anytime thing happens first one side's going to go they want to take our guns the other side's going away we're afraid of uh you know we're afraid of people with dark skin from other countries and uh we have these uh, issues that all brew up and one side throws it at the other and that's the fight and it's and it's it usually ends in a stalemate is it, usually does, what
1: happens. it does well i Well two things we just said I don't want to take away uh, everybody's guns. I just want to take away the guns from the people who go, they're trying to take away our guns. If you've used the phrase, they're trying to take away our guns, I want to take away your guns. I have a. It's kind of funny. Alcohol, tobacco, uh, and firearms. People who love them most should use. I them don't least. feel
0: that way though, because those people that say they're trying to take away my guns are not actually the people that go out and. Have you seen the very small demographic class of mass shooters? You see what these guys are. They're all the same age. They all have funny haircuts. Yeah. They all have three names, and they all have uh, cross eyes. So I mean, and they're all on uh, psychotropic drugs. So uh, what? What? How can you? I mean, in my own mind, and I'm not even a, I don't even, I'm not a, I'm not a gun guru or anything. I don't, e- don't mm-hmm. really know much about guns other than the fact that they can either hurt you or protect you or whatever you want it to do. Yeah. But uh, these these people that uh, say that, I, the, there seems to be a very small, very small window of type of person that seems to do this, according to my observations.
1: My, con- my concern, and once again, there's no it's just my concern is that what we've seen, everybody who sees what's going on in the Mid-East right now, uh, who's been around for a while, was predicting this sometime back. Sure. Uh, A massive population growth with no uh, economic viability of primarily young men without jobs, Okay. Mm -hmm. who who then are going to cling to uh, something that tells them that you Mm -hmm. have power, and religion can tell you you have power. Sure. So everybody saw this coming. My concern is that with the massive amount of firearms now available in the United States, that are not used except by the most heinous of our society. That uh, we could see a a uh, larger use of them by what seems to be more normal people, as uh, uh, because of the amount of weapons and because of the amount of anger. That you're gonna see more more of this sort of thing. It's not it's not reported too. When there's like a uh, there was a guy a few years ago, two guys had a shootout at the Slurpee machine at a Seven Eleven in Chandler. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just right. it was just a quick thing in the news. Sure. So when these things take place, man, they come and go. But I want to get back to your Facebook thing. What you said, I think one of the biggest uh, um, problems with social media uh, uh, is that you you have now the faux news site, someplace that puts up total propaganda. And total falsehood. Give me an example what
0: you think uh, uh, of a website that's total, complete falsehood, all Net, propaganda- World Net Daily. World Net Daily. W- okay. Uh, Jerome Corsi and all those people are on the World Net Daily. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I could easily pick out articles that are completely true from the World Net Daily. I could easily do that. On uh, occasion, yeah. Uh, but what is there an example of something they publish that is downright provably false?
1: Well, I didn't know there was going to be a test. No, I was
0: (laughs) no, but but I'm trying again. This is a conversation we could not have on Facebook. Yeah, is the point.
1: Well, all right. So even beyond that, there are things that'll say Newsweek, but then you'll look at after the dot, it's like UK or LU or MZ. It's where someone has created a fake site and they put out. They put out these things that thousands oh, okay. of Muslims, you know, have a, a, okay. a it'll have a byline saying a hundred Muslims attack innocent people in a church in Moline, Illinois. Uh-huh. You know, and and the headline is false, and the um and then the article is misleading, and people will read these things, mm-hmm. and they then it then becomes part of their their conversation. Mm-hmm. So, and we've also gone from a journalist tradition. To a content tradition. Absolutely
0: agreed. There, I have a journalism degree, and I understand. So see, my problem is, I come from the point of actual journalism, sure and that's why I have problems with all of this. Yeah, I have problems with the Huffington Post. I have problems with CNN. I have problems with Fox. I have problems with even World Net Daily, and, yeah. and all these things that you said. Um, but because it's not journalism most of the time, and when you look into it's any content. article, it's con. Well, first of all, you can tell. I mean, it, it, you know, if you ever took a journalism class, and I got a degree in this stuff, I didn't exercise uh-huh. it, so I'm no expert. But I do understand there's no editorial editorializing in a story, and when they when they start a story off left or right and say. Um, how can a man who this blah, blah, whatever, believe that this... Uh, it's, it starts out with questions, it starts out with assumptions, it starts out with accusations. Certain adjectives uh, and verbs. Uh, you, and are, you yeah. can tell. You can tell either way when, they're, when it's, it's actually a skew piece and not a piece of journalism. And that's why... Uh, I don't know if you are yesterday, and I'm not a fan of either of these people running for president, but... Uh, did you saw, saw where Ruth Bader Ginsburg comes out and starts flapping her gums about her opinion? Correct. Which i just, I was just, I was just flabbergasted. I,
1: I was, a, I was a little taken. I aback. was
0: flabbergasted. I think it's her right. No, it's not because she's a Supreme Court justice and she knows she can't do that and she knows well, hold, better than that. And that makes me think she is not qualified because she does not have good judgment.
1: Well, you could say that she doesn't have good judgment for that. You could say Scalia didn't have good judgment. That's
0: glaring, though. That's something you just don't do.
1: Well, it may be all the you know what it's something that hasn't been done, okay? But the court was not is not always been, uh, uh, nor was it ever supposed to be. Uh, there was usually no litmus
0: test. Um, let me underscore this by saying I am even less of a fan of the Supreme Court than these two people running for president. Okay. So that's why I I, I point that out as well. It shows me that we have a bunch of people who it are was there un- for
1: all the wrong reasons. It was un- It was it was it took a lot of people aback. But by the way, she has the absolute right to do it. Once she became a Supreme Court justice, there was there was nothing in her then taking the oath to be a Supreme Court justice that said you can now not opine about this, that, and the other. It had become uh, there's nothing there to, to legally. Okay, it had become a tradition. However, it was not uh, uh, the Supreme Court's place to choose pick and choose winners of of presidential elections. And a lot of people say that Supreme Court in no. 2000. No, but by deciding to end a recount. Well, they just show they're n- not impartial, and that's the thing. Well, we've always known they're not impartial. Well, I
0: know, but but, but don't come out and do that, and, and, and show the wor- and then try to deny that the Supreme Court or ex- expect us to have faith in you anymore. The Supreme
1: Court's job is not to be impartial; it's to interpret cases. No, it's to be impartial while
0: they're interpreting cases no exactly. because if you interpret cases with
1: partiality
0: you don't have a you don't have but a, they always you don't have. Have any justice Well, I know that that's why they' why there's such such low I hold them in such low regard
1: it's one of the reasons why there's always been an odd number of judges because they knew but oh well, yeah tiebreaker I, I, mean, I get that if you get back to the 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 the, the Supreme Court back in the 1800s that upheld separate uh, created separate but equal if you go back to the Supreme Court they had a uh, 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 basically ended the uh, Missouri Compromise, and then began... began wow, yeah. the
0: Missouri Compromise, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Well, it's pretty... So, so the Missouri Compromise put off the Civil War by about 30 yes, years. Yeah, yeah, So I, I do recall. Okay, so... Um, and we're not that old. I
0: mean, from a from a uh, yeah. textbook of, of dubious uh, So, obviously, accuracy, the, uh, there
1: was always a fight back in those days... To have uh, Supreme Court justices from slaveholding states because they would uphold the rights yep. of slaveholders. Right. So it's never the Supreme Court is not impartial. Their job is to interpret the competition, constitutionality of cases that are brought before them.
0: But they can't interpret it being But, but if they're not, uh, if if they're partial, then they can't interpret it yeah, correctly. They
1: they, they, well, they they. They believe they, they can, they believe, but they can't. They believe that their, that their belief is the correct belief. I know,
0: and that's about the height of arrogance, is it no, not? No,
1: that's the height of being human. Uh, put in
0: a powerful position where they then lose their minds and have all kinds mm-hmm. of... Uh, people
1: work towards powerful positions. Of they have
0: influence. Well, of course, but the, you'd also know what it does to the mind. You've seen, even in show business, you've seen all sure. the people that have sustained. Now they're not the same people, are they?
1: That's why God designed Now
0: they don't care about you so much anymore, do they? To
1: die on an hour. They
0: used to be your friend, weren't they?
1: Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't, and I don't care about them. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but, but I understand the what you're point saying. being. Yeah, but I mean, look, for her to say that doesn't disqualify her.
0: No, but it puts it.
1: It, it was unusual. Further in modern times, it
0: cuts them down even lower than I thought they.
1: There were, were some people who thought that Warren Burger should have recused himself from the bench because a Republican had put Eisenhower had put him there. I mean, I uh, mean, no, not Chief Justice Earl Warren. Because he'd been a conservative his whole life, and then he got on the ju- on the uh, bench, and he turned out to be one of the most liberal justices. Right. Same thing with Roberts right now, upholding right. Uh, the ACA and stuff. So for her what's to say, what's the ACA? Uh, oh, the Affordable Care Act. Oh, okay. Known derisively oh, as Obamacare. An
0: acronym guy.
1: Well, yeah. we're in a, we're in an, in an unusual time. Oh, you yeah, we, we bet we are. Politically, you bet we are. We and we're in an unusual time, uh, socially and culturally. Okay, and uh, and we're just all gonna have to sort this out. To be perfectly frank with you, the stronger my passions about something right now, mm-hmm. the more uh, circumspect I am about it presently, because I have to think about it for a moment before I just go off willy nilly and right. put something up.
0: That's a, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, it's a good thing to think things through a little bit before you go spitting and spouting. And
1: that's one of the problems with Twitter and Facebook and right. stuff. Is sure, it's an immediate statement, and uh, right,
0: it's trying to get your first emotional reaction in in into the coffers.
1: Well, I think what we've seen is if you were to take from the, because you and I uh, in a microcosm began to experience the power, positive and negative of social media early on here in the local comedy scene. And we saw people who were, and I will admit that when uh, social, I first heard about Facebook from my daughter. I go, what are you doing? Right. So uh, when I started using it, I thought that I I
0: heard it from your daughter too. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was over the phone. I mean, come <laughs> give me a break.
1: Is <laughs> uh, it was at a hotel? Uh, <laughs> it was hotel. An, I went. It was that an intercom? Motel. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, I I found myself arguing with people and fighting with people and saying ugly right. things and I went sure. and I didn't feel good. It would ruin right. my, it would ruin my day. Right. That's and, what I'm saying. And I started pulling back That's from it. I'm and saying. then I will have political arguments. We both have a friend named uh, you know Jeff Penn. On the East Coast, the promoter, Jeff Penn.
0: I don't know Jeff personally. Yeah, okay. I and,
1: and I, I met him through Facebook. Right. He was out here, and, and we both kind of made a special trip to the Laugh Factory to meet one another. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, and he's a great guy. He's very conservative. Uh-huh. And it uh, turns or, out, though? It turns out he's a great guy. Oh, okay. Okay? And, but, and you wouldn't
0: have expected that is what you're telling me. No, about. no, I
1: expected it oh, from Oh, okay. But, but, uh, so, uh, but because of the experience that we had with the local comedy scene mm-hmm. and all the ugliness, I began to pull back from it putting up divisive comments. Right, and uh, maybe that can possibly begin to take place. You're a person who did recognize for quite some time that this is not really benefiting anyone. Right,
0: and that's the feeling I got, and that's the cause the way people uh, react or don't react. You can tell people people are passive aggressive, with their non reactions too. Yeah. So, um, so that leads me to this whole this whole and basically the problem is uh, we have this left right um, uh, way of uh, of controlled thinking. When I don't believe in left or right, I believe uh, you just use common sense. Take an issue and let's hash this out and figure it out. Mm-hmm. What's best for everybody instead of having all these connected agendas to everything. This pork barreling, all of this kind of stuff. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand uh, why it. Um, you can't remain friends with people. Now I think that the big deal here is uh, the media has us really um, buffaloed in the sense that the population is somewhat left and somewhat right at the, the people the the politicians call themselves left and right and put on hats and play the part of left and right and then lead their respective groups around so when i th- i just think of people as maybe my friend over here's is conservative and my friend over here isn't as conservative but my all of the people that i know on both sides are great people mm-hmm. and very nice people mm-hmm. and very intelligent people and not racists and not haters but one definitely would vote republican and one would definitely devote democrat and that would be the essential difference but all of the conservative guys i know are they might have a couple of quirky views but on the most on the whole are very Good people, the ones that I know. Sure,
1: I, I I know some of the people you're talking about. Yeah, and exactly. I, I've had I've had um, exactly I've had spirited um, debates with. on sure. Yeah. So, but the
0: media and the news and the politicians—they take it so far out of whack that this isn't representing anybody. I don't think. They can ha- they can pound on the extreme right wing, but I don't think they represent the the majority of us out here. And same thing with the the, the bleeding hearts on the left. They don't represent the majority either. They're such splintered things and such small, relatively small factions compared to the to the to the cultured, educated center. Sure. And that's they keep playing these two pieces, and it's driving me nuts because none of these people are
1: the people I know and hang out with. Well, the, the concern oftentimes can be, is, to quote Shakespeare, "The center doesn't hold." You know, when 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 uh, uh, when the darkness reaches out of the darkness, I, you know, I I don't think anybody would um, um, classify Hillary Clinton as a liberal, except people who don't like her. She's a centrist. She's a she's. No, a, I don't
0: classify her as a, a liberal. liberal. I
1: don't I, I don't consider. Her I a liberal. don't classify
0: her as anything but somebody who needs to uh perhaps pay for some sins, but that's about it. I don't I don't see any liberal in there. I don't see any conservative in there. I see I see a person who is a taking their marching orders from the powers that be, which is Wall Street and the military industrial complex, and she's the one that's helped set all this up. She's the reason if you really want to look at it and the way I look at it is we would if if she, if those people hadn't done what they done, we would never have a Donald Trump here running and and, and gaining followers. We would never have had that if They hadn't done such a bad job along the way, and so I can't accept any of this because I've been following it all along the way, traveling with the military, entertaining the military, knowing what the military is going through, knowing their actual views and not the views that are purported through the news. And that's the thing. That's the key. I mean, I was told over there in Iraq, Afghanistan and stuff like this, like eh, first thing they'll tell you, don't, don't believe anything you hear on the news. They have no idea what's going on over here. They Mm. really do not the president's never been to iraq i've been there four times does Uh that make any sense tony it doesn't it really doesn't you know but this is what we're listening to and that's controlling our actions and that's why i go wow that your your view at home is so radically different from the view over there and then now now it becomes different from my view not that i'm going to be angry about it i want to help bridge the divide, I would like to get that information over here and get, your, and get these informations together so uh-huh. we can all believe the same thing. But the, all the information is so segregated, separated, compartmentalized, and certain information is fed to some people, and certain information is fed to other people, and it's almost like it's set up for people to just fall and fail and fight. Now, that's what I'm saying, and that gets back to the Facebook and, the, uh-huh. and all of that pop, news and sure. all of that, uh, th- that news soundbite mm-hmm. kind of news information.
1: Well, it, it's, it's interesting about that because if you dig through the, the soundbite news and the propaganda and the false news, you would discover something interesting. Right. Which is that Hillary Clinton has never been charged with a crime. No. Hillary
0: Clinton has no, never no, been she's indicted. Not. She's, been, she's okay. been illegally cleared of all crimes.
1: That, you know? that uh, recently it was discovered that even when James Comey said that she had sent classified information that she hadn't actually sent classified information but she had but and she but she hasn't and if you dig if you dig a little deeper you find out that no he he,
0: he said he stated everything she did wrong
1: what he stated and, if,
0: and you got to look in the history of this comey guy we just looked at the history of this comey guy this guy is tied to the clinton foundation this guy worked for hsbc he's from the banker he worked for mcdonald douglas he's military industrial complex also, banker wall he, street he also, worked, way. For, he
1: also worked for rudolph giuliani yeah he exactly also, he yeah, also, yeah he also, sure he also worked right. uh, with the watergate committee Okay. Yeah, so uh, uh, yes, yeah. He is a registered
0: yeah. Republican. And they've been pushed, they pushed I know, but they, but they pushed those guys up the ladder as they as they be, fall more into their into their uh into well, their grasp.
1: Furthermore, what, The attorney general
0: behaved? Obviously, they acted like they were under threat. They they made decisions so quickly, they were obviously under threat. Quickly with Lynch, the north uh, the, AG how long, and Comey, how the long next did, day they came long, out and cleared how everything. How long did the this next invest, day?
1: How long did this investigation take? A day. How long has Hillary Clinton been under scrupulous investigation well
0: she has to remain under it until she turns the stuff over but she deleted and stuff Uh, emails were hacked people are holding her emails she she denies it I cannot Um, you know the point is the probe never went through like it should if it was any other guy who had done the same thing, those probes would have went right well, through. And that's the I, point. I can't,
1: I can't base a, That's a hypothetical. I any know, guy.
0: But, but it's the same argument everybody uses. But the point but is that the, 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 the playing field has to be leveled. We don't have a level playing field. We, we have, don't have a, We have different standards for different people. Correct.
1: And that's which the means problem. Why isn't Colin Powell being investigated? That's right. Congress? That's right. Why is that's why Bush got it away with everything. Rice that's and, why Dick and, Cheney got away with everything. We do not have a level playing field. Why aren't the members of Congress who were investigating... Hillary Clinton being because are not investigating for sending classified because information because, through unsecured because, servers. Because, well, if you're yeah. going to have a level playing field, they would all be investigated. But if you dig into it, Bob, okay, and uh, I don't want it to devolve into this and it's sure. Right. But if you dig into it, what Comey said turned out to be incorrect, and what he said there were certain things that were sent never with a heading that said classified, but somewhere in the body of the letter there would be a C claiming classified. Yeah. And that's a whole different standard. Yeah. So um, I guess, but
0: uh, it happened so much and for so long, and uh, it, people uh, really need to see what's in those emails to understand what she was hiding. And so we all
1: get to read the classified
0: <laughs> Right. Well, see, that's the point. That's the point. If you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you can get away with the idea, I don't have to show anybody anything. Uh, just like these guys, oh, I'm not going to show my taxes, or I'm not going to show my college records, or I'm not going to show the... Then you are obviously... But you're not lying. Law- you know, I, I, uh, as much
1: as I disagree with Donald Trump's not showing his tax returns, and I, I I, think I know the reason why, he's not required by law. No, I know. I know that, and he knows that. Yeah. I mean, he's not as dumb as people think. No, That's a thing. Well, He's a, not as dumb as people think. There's a very interesting speech uh, that Newt Gingrich made not too long ago to a private group that has become public where he said he is successful because he speaks to people at a fourth grade level. He goes, I'm not saying he's dumb. This is Gingrich speaking on Trump. I'm saying he's smart. But if you, li- you listen right, to his so speeches, he speaks to people on a fourth grade level because right. he knows That's everybody probably, understands. That's probably fairly accurate. Yeah. Um... But
0: the idea <laughs> that, uh, and we'll wrap up here in a couple. I mean, you know, I'm way over my 15 minutes, but that's uh, a fun discussion. It's, uh, it, it's it helps me. Uh, uh, the, the, but the truth is, to counter what you stated about the uh, email thing, is that um, the actual law says that classified documents, intentionally or unintentionally mishandled, is a crime. And that is inca- it indeed has the has case. Has what to happened.
1: level of gross negligence? Uh, uh, no. Like, uh, no, they've
0: already put plenty of okay. other people. No, other people have gotten arrested. They made a list of people that have already gotten arrested and lost their jobs for mishandling classified information. Guys, you haven't even heard of Brian Nishimura, who's an Asian-American, such as myself. Uh, uh, even Petraeus. No big fan of Petraeus, but he got he got busted for far less he, than he, that. No, it wasn't far less. It was far
1: more. It was, well, first off, I, what you're saying is, is no, an, he, he smuggled documents and gave them to a private individual who was going to use them for profit. That's a little different than Hillary Clinton sending possibly sending a classified document to someone who is has the right to read their classified document. Mm-hmm. Which is what they're But we of, don't know where
0: they, she sent those emails, so you don't know.
1: We know what emails were sent the ones that they found and look they, they put together frac they they he said we found fragments and put them together. Hillary Clinton is the most investigated person in the history of modern American politics. I don't believe that's American true. I politics. believe
0: they they try to make it seem like she's the most investigated, but she does, never gets investigated. At
1: the end of the, you know, la, you know where I was last night um, um, around five uh, thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay, I went over to uh, City Hall for the City of Maricopa and went to a meeting. Don't go down later tonight, by the way. Okay, don't. Because you know this is uh this is the uh,
0: national national now is an impromptu and thirty seven cities are having, including Phoenix and Tucson, are having their big. Uh, I don't know what you're going to call it. The big Black Lives Matter. Uh, everyone's yeah. gathering in downtown. Well, and I'm, not, I'm not going to... And, I, but I, anyway.
1: I was at the city hall safe, in the little town that I live in where they were giving a presentation on an overpass that's being built. Mm-hmm. Okay? And was was there was, the mayor was there. The city council was there. The police were there. The engineers who did it. They showed us details. All the work that went into building an overpass to make it easier for us to get in and out of that city. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you need people that can make the water go through the pipes... And make the lights come on and off okay you need people who know how to run the thing you do yes you okay do. and of the two people that we have right now running for elective office only one of them has ever ran the thing and knows how to run the thing and i'm going to vote for the person who can make the thing run make the what thing run the thing called the united states of america
0: uh well it's 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 running on fumes i think it's doing great. italy's in bank run uh, doing their bank runs right europe europe is collapsing right now europe and is that co- all ties to the fed and to our money europe has collapsed doing, you know, we're, a couple
1: uh, times no but
0: there's no more bailout money this time there's no more quantitative easing there's no more italy's done they're officially done people are running the banks right now and as soon as that sprays over into Germany or one more country, you better hit your banks and be ready, because it'll be here in two to three weeks. And that's just historically how it goes. Historically,
1: Europe but has been the in debt, before the before. But you know about you know
0: about you know about all of the all of the abominations they've done to the economy. You know how they've uh, printed money with no value. They've devalued the money by printing all the extra by throwing money at bailouts. You've decreased. It. You've basically made your money worthless. Now people, there's no more bailout money. And there's no, but there's no production to make more money, real money, to fair-backed money. Italy's done, Italy's done. Belgium's going to be done. Spain's going to be done because they're all connected in that sense. And uh, look at any economists in this country, we're done. So, um, what do we, what do we do about that? See, that's not, but that's the responsibility of all the cronies in Washington who are tied to the Fed, to the World Bank, and all that's happened along this Wall Street Games for the past 2025, and maybe longer, Uh, and it's not even one person that's technically responsible. It's just been a series of activities that government has endorsed, so I'm not even picking out one person to say that the bad guy, but of the two, one is very closely tied to all this cronyism. One is very... Obviously tied to all this cronyism, and uh, that's what has caused this economic uh, sheer meltdown. That's going to have to happen, and people aren't really talking about it. But the economists know, and anybody who studies it knows that this thing is—it's beyond the point of no return.
1: Will there be another recession? Without a doubt. Well, not there, re- it's, no,
0: no, it's not even recession. It'll just be done. It's not even just a shrinking; we'd we're, we're just be economically done.
1: I was, I, Bob. I always respect your yep. views. I've been hearing this since I was a kid. So, since you were uh, a kid. Since I was a kid. Oh, it's all gonna end. There'll be no. I social never. Security. I never. I, I never. collapse. I never. I lived. I lived in places. No, no, no. I heard
0: about stuff like that. There'd we're, be no money for social security. But that was because the ball was already in motion. But when I was a kid, I didn't. hear I, that. I, I've watched, I never heard it was done I watched, when I was a kid. I watched
1: entire communities collapse and then the people survive sure. and rebuild. Else, I lived in North Saint Louis. Look what's happened in Detroit. Nothing's happened. I lived in. I lived in North Saint. It's my which home time, my which home is city, in Mid Detroit, and it collapsed. But the people survived. But the
0: industry's gone. Okay. See, the that's, a, that's gone. the point. Yeah. The point is they've taken our means for making our own money and removed yeah. it, and and replaced it by throwing money at people. Like Ben Bernanke, Helicopter Ben, just shove it on a helicopter and dump it on the people.
1: Well, it's Milton, but Fre- that, but Milton that's, Friedman created but that's the idea not, of helicopter But that's not,
0: that's not how you base an economy. The economy will never last in that way. And uh, And we're overdue for uh, – economies usually blow up after about 70 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's the cycle? We're over that. Yeah. But we've been putting it off and putting yeah. it off with all these with all these, with these well, crazy would, bank maneuvers.
1: I would be just fine with them putting it off about another 25 years. That'd be great, too. Because by then, for sure, it won't be a problem. But that's the
0: fear. The fear is yeah. that they can't do that anymore. This yeah. is, that's the, well, that was the last time. But uh, anyway. Well, there's
1: a will. There's a way. But either
0: way, we're going to book shows together. Yes, we're we are. Gonna make, we're going to make our, our little pittance. Yep. And we're going to take over the world. That's right. And we're going to print the money. And we're, right. No, we're not. We're no. going to build a big wall around Maricopa, buddy. A big wall.
1: <laughs> well, what do you want? I want them all coming in, man.
0: Except for that shooter guy. Nah,
1: we you shoot. Here's something the interesting the Mar- about Maricopa. Yeah. When I moved there, the population was, I found this out last night, was 4,000. It was 4,000 when I started building my home there in 2005. Yeah. It's 45,000 now. Wow. So, you know what? So, that doesn't sound like collapse to me. We got to run.
0: No, even my house went right back up, too, yeah. so I agree. But, no, yeah, we're ultimately done. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening, both of you, and thank you, Tony, for that wonderful conversation. Always
1: glad. But you know what? Yeah, you know, We want you to build up a, a great library podcast. You're yeah, let You're a fascinating guy to listen to. We learn every time we hear you. You're an entertaining guy. You're a funny guy. We want to build up this show.
0: Okay, let's do that. Thank you. Goodbye. Good night. Good day. Good morning.